1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Grant and Danny welcoming you back on 106.7 The Fan. Thanks much for making this show part of your day. Commanders have a decision to make a quarterback on Sunday. They're going to start Taylor Heineke, Sam Howell, or roll one more time with Carson Wentz. I would say you can all but rule out a Wentz start at this point. You would think.
3: Especially after Ron Rivera was like, yeah, we're looking for QB1 again, right after his start. Feels
2: like maybe it's Heineken time with a little bit of Sam Howell, but they just got to go with Howell. Uh We'll talk more about that at 525. But wanted to get Kendrick Golston on, who's on the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter to beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. Visit BetQL.com. Uh, when I covered the team for those four years when I was on the beat, Kendrick, I, I remember having some of my deepest... Most insightful conversations with him in the locker room. And he's even since then on the phone and otherwise just been a guy that I, I like talking big picture things with. Really, really smart in that intersection of of sports and life. And so I thought of him last night as I was watching, like the rest of you guys were, the tragedy unfold on the field with DeMar Hamlin, who we're still awaiting word on, as he fights for his life in Cincinnati in a hospital and is in critical condition right now. Kedrick, how are you? Good to talk to you again, man.
4: Granddaddy, how you doing? Happy New Year. Thanks for having me on. You too as well.
2: By the way, I got a text from Kedrick this weekend saying, Oh, so Ohio State can't hang with Georgia, huh? I don't even remember saying that, but apparently I said it. Oh, you
3: said it. Did I? Yeah. You got you said Ked, if I may. You said it and you yelled at me for thinking differently, and then Ked called because he was mad at you. That's what happened. I believe all that. I do. You said Georgia's you said there's a there's the top three teams, dot dot dot, then a lot of space. And then Georgia. That's what you said.
4: Ooh. Quote in end quote. Yeah. If I might add. And I'm
2: I'm Georgia Bulldog Paulson. I
4: mm. know so no, would... no, you're not. Not you're that Georgia Paulson. Why you know would... the little <laughs> chocolate balls they give you during Christmas? <laughs> that that grandmas wrap up in a little dish and hand it to you? Of course. The little buckeyes? <laughs> yeah. You That's not me,
2: man. I'm Georgia Bulldog Paulson. I don't get it. I don't know why I would have said
4: that. Your car got took a long time, brother. That ship is sailed.
2: <laughs> All right. So let's get into much more important and um, less fun matters. So last night you're watching the game live or you find out after the fact, I'm not sure. What's going through your mind? Just take me through your reaction.
4: Um, actually, um, my son comes downstairs and says, Dad, are you watching the game? There was a Buffalo Bills player that was seriously injured. And I'm like, what happened? So I turned it on and you see the commercial breaks and you see everybody kind of at a loss that words that are doing the game. And then um, you look at the replay of the players' faces, and you realize this is serious. You know, this is like no other thing that I've ever experienced in watching football or being around football. And I think, like so many other former players have stated, you know, you can deal with an ACL. You've seen guys knocked unconscious, and and so on and so forth. But whatever they saw um, invoked an immediate reaction of understanding that this, that uh, Mr. Hamlin was fighting for his life. And and that's super scary because you understand the violence that football is and and the collisions. Um, But like we talked about last night, um, I think, you know, and I'm speaking for myself, you know, you're worried about paralysis, breaking your neck, injuring your spinal cord. Um, You know, never in a million years you think somebody would actually, you know, have to get CPR on a field to be resuscitated. And and I'm assuming – you know, so on and so forth. But it's scary, and I think it just goes to show you that, man, how, how you know, precious life is and how it can change at the drop of a dime even right before our eyes when, you know, everybody was super excited to, to watch this game and to see these two teams go out there and compete, but yet there's a young man fighting for his life right now that is just, you know, mind-blowing. And, and I commend everybody for trying to, you know, walk around and navigate something that – we were all trying to figure out how do we do this moving forward and so um you know the most important thing football aside is is that you know he he recovers and he has a life and and and, and, and you know we can be excited about that.
3: Kendrick Goldston with us here on Grant and Danny. Ked, you and I've talked about this a bit, and and Grant and I've talked about this on the show before. I I, I've I always marvel at 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 you guys, and for a million reasons. Obviously, athleticism, the strength, and things that most humans can't do. But beyond that, you talked about it. You guys shrug off when your teammate's down with an ACL. You're like, oh, that's stinks next play, right? You 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 shrug off some of these injuries that to a mortal person in our regular daily lives, it's like that's your whole universe. For like, how long is my rehab? Like, are you kidding me? I gotta get surgery. You guys go through so much. And I think it's that that feeling of 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 how you know how strong and tough you are, but like it's that it's the aura of invincibility. And I felt like last night that got shattered. I just love your thoughts on that.
4: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I can remember my freshman year at Georgia. Uh, defensive end breaks his leg and dislocates his ankle. Uh, ankle. So you see a bone sticking out and his foot turning the other way. And when people saw it, you almost dropped to a knee because your stomach turned. Um, But then the coach, we moved it up 15 yards and kept practicing. You know what I mean? And you realize it was kind of like the the trainers are over there. They're going to take care of this. There's nothing we can do about it, so refocus. You know what I mean? But all that being said, um, whatever those players saw last night, and and, and what what we all know is there was a a young man fighting for his life on the field, Um, the the human in all of us kicks in, the compassion to understand, like, you could care less about whatever else is going on, whatever energy, prayers, thoughts you want to give uh, towards that young man to to just take a moment and take a breath. You know what I mean? I think um, you know part of playing in professional sports and and and, and playing in the NFL specifically is, is that you know you have to try to tune out the noise. But that noise was just too loud because you're talking about a teammate, a a son, a brother, a father who's fighting for his life and. And that that that's important because life is precious, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter who the number one seed is or home field advantage or Super Bowls or playoffs or anything that we all – that I work to do that we all talk about doing. None of that stuff – that stuff is all irrelevant in the big picture of, of life and death. And I think, unfortunately, we all saw that play out on live TV last night.
2: Kendrick Golston on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. If you – well, I don't even want to put you in, in on the field last night, but let's say this way. Give us an idea of the relationship in a locker room. Like, I can't imagine everyone's best friends or you're hanging out with every single guy outside of work. But th- there is still this shared fraternity and community that must be so powerful and unlike anything we experience in other settings. Like The reaction of those grown men and that the, the outpouring of emotions and the sobbing and the crying, like it's so obvious that this was a family member in that moment you speak to that at all
4: no absolutely I mean you know and when you're dealing with you know sixty, seventy guys obviously you have closer friends you have teammates you have guys that you work with so on and so forth but but at that moment you realize you know th- this is another human being you know what I mean I you know I, I don't think if it, I remember years ago I, I was driving home late at night and and, and, and pulled up on a car accident where a car was overturned. And you I don't know who was in the car or what happened or whatever, but that that that, that human instinct kicks in to want to help and compassion. And, and the emotion, you know, all comes out because, you know, as I was talking to my wife and my son last night, you know, it, uh, accidents can happen to anybody. You know what I mean? And, th- and that just is, could have been any one of those guys standing around him, you know, like people have talked about as far as football is concerned, something that seems so routine, um, now this young man is is fighting, you know, for his life. And to have sons that play football um, to somebody that coaches football and and enjoys and loves the game um, it's just a reminder of exactly how violent, um, you know, this sport is and and with with the athletes and the size and the speed that the game is – that is played at, but you know, I don't think you have to have a, a, a tight relationship with somebody to to be compassionate and feel that type of pain and understand that this is a, a super serious matter.
3: Ken, I'm a little bit older than you, but we're we're fairly close in, in age. What did you? Where did your mind wander to? I mean, for me, growing up, I'll just I'll give an example. I, I I will never forget watching that Loyola Marymount team. Um, With Bo Kimball and Hank Gathers, and Hank Gathers collapsing on the court. I I watched that game in March, and that team could have won a national title. I'll never forget that, and that's kind of immediately what what kind of jumped into my mind at that moment, just reminding yourself of these other sort of things that a lot of times we put them out of mind. Did you have something that your mind jumped to?
4: You know, it it was funny because as I'm, as we're all trying to figure out what's going on, and they keep going to commercials, and they keep putting the the host on to try to repeat the same things, I, I couldn't think of ever seeing this you know what I mean and it was kind of one of those times in your life where I'll never forget that moment you know what I mean because it, it, it was burned in my brain of the uncertainty and and wanting to know is this is this young man okay you know is he gonna be okay and then you start to think about you know your your, your own family members and your teammates and, and to understand that you You know, we all wanted information, and and in a world where we get most of the time get information instantaneously, there was nothing for us to get, and so your mind began to wonder and understand. Like, did I just? We obviously watched the tragedy, but is he going to be okay? And and, and what really happened? And, and, And you begin to speculate. And my son's asking me what happened because he got up, and he thought because he got up he was okay. And I'm like, son, who knows what happened? You know what I mean? But he had to get CPR and. And and you know it was all because of a game, a game that we all love, a game that um, you know he's played his whole life and he's living out a dream. And and but at a certain point, you just have to readjust your priorities. And and I you know commend the, the 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 Bengals and the Bills for understanding like football's not important right now. You know what I mean? They'll you know you know we can resume when it's time to resume. But at that moment in time when you have a teammate or brother fighting for his life, um, you know, let's just – let's focus our attention on on, on that task at hand and and just pray for, you know, full recovery and, 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 you know, hopefully – you know, that's the most important thing, you know what I mean? Whether he gets on the football field again is is irrelevant, you know what I mean? You want him to be able to live a healthy life and and, and just – we understand that this was a moment that we all watched, but he still has his life.
2: Kedrick, you were uh, part of the 7 team when Sean Taylor died, and and I don't think it's a good comp necessarily, right? Because there have been players away from teams, whether it's in motor vehicle accidents or all kinds of different things, who have died, and and moving on from that has to be so difficult. Um, Obviously, we are hoping for the best, and he's in critical condition, and the hope is that he can make a full, healthy recovery. But in terms of dealing with that kind of trauma and being there and seeing it up close and personal. It's just a whole different level. But how would they be able to play, like, next weekend? I mean, put your helmet back on for a second. Like, I mean that literally. Like, how do they go about doing that? And is it a lock that they're even able to as an organization?
4: Well, you know, I think with anything, um, you know, I think from what we hear off reports, he's in, you know, critical but stable condition. You know what I mean? And I think – at this moment in time, that's the best news that we can get. You know what I mean, and and so, you know, you hate to say, you know, we just have to continue on. Um, it, but that's up, you know, Coach McDermott and and his staff and the leaders of that team can hopefully understand the mood of the team, understand that um, he's in, you know, good hands. The doctors, everybody, the medical team is, is taking care of him, and um. <clears throat> To try to refocus, you know what I mean? That sounds simple, um, and it's tremendous. It's tremendously hard, um, and, and everybody deals with that differently, you know what I mean? For so many of us, um, football is our, you know, quote-unquote safe space, you know what I mean? It's where we can go out and not have our mind on, on you know, real-world issues and so on and so forth. I think the fact that this is a little bit differently because it actually happened on the grass. You know what I mean? This wasn't an off-the-field issue that now is, is affecting your team, but this was a direct, uh, from what we know, effect of football. You know what I mean? And then have yeah. to step out on that grass and between those lines and still have those images burned in your mind. I think like a lot of us, um, I don't know how you put yourself in that space because I'm assuming we've all been through things in life where we've seen it, we can't unsee it, and then how do we navigate through that? So hopefully, you know, with the NFL and the PA Um, they can put a support team in addition to the coaches and everybody else in that organization to, you know, help these men navigate this. Because like I said, I I couldn't think of anything that happened literally on the field um, that, that has, you know, been so traumatic for everybody else. And ultimately somebody still fighting for his life, you know what I mean? So I don't think until hopefully we get the, the positive news that, you know, everything's on the up and up and he's improving, um, that these guys will be able to move forward.
3: So, uh, Ked, you're right. I, I I know now's not the right time. I have no idea when that's going to be. And you, you've you've obviously stressed the correct thing that what's the most important here is, is you know is Demar Hamlin's life and and what he's fighting for. As a guy that was a veteran and was a leader in in a locker room for so many years, put yourself in that Bills locker room if you would. Whenever it is time to play, a month from now, who knows? Because they're gonna they got that's a really good team that's got a chance to win a Super Bowl. What would you say? Like, how do you talk to your teammates? Like, what do you, like, hey, I know this is secondary, but like, you know, how do you kind of get everybody on on, on the right page knowing now the perspective that you gained through this ridiculously traumatic event that that we've been talking about here?
4: You know, I I think most importantly, you let everybody get their opinion out. You know what I mean? You, You sit down, you have the conversation, you let the emotions, you know, come out. And, you know, ultimately, um, You know, you would think, you know, in some type of superficial way that the Bills would direct their energy to try to go out there and honor their teammate and their brother. You know what I mean? I know that sounds super cliche, and it doesn't do anything to directly help him. Um, But as somebody that, you know, is a former player, um, you know, you want your teammates, you know, not to feel sorry for you, but to go out there and represent you in a way that you'd be proud of.
2: Kendrick Golston always – uh, just a great voice and, and really insightful on some big uh, issue things in sports, and I always love having him on at times like this. Ked, good chatting with you. Appreciate you, man, and, and we're hoping for the best, and, and hopefully uh, next time we chat it'll it'll be about something a lot more fun to talk about. But thank you for well, hopping as- on board.
4: Absolutely, gentlemen. You all have a great evening. You, too, you buddy.
2: too, buddy. We are thinking about the Bills and the Bengals, you know, the fans that were in the stands. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've talked a lot about the family and DeMar Hamlin himself and his teammates and, and the Bengals players that saw and were around and what T. Higgins must be going through was involved in the collision, even though he didn't do anything wrong. But how about all the fans that were there? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about thousands and thousands of people. You almost wish you had that men in blacklight. You, you could, they're going to be reliving that. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of work that needs to be done for a lot of people to process it, I think.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash
3: recommend today. Thanks to Earl for getting us up to speed.
2: He'll keep you updated every half hour. We're Grant and Danny. You are listening to the Fan A reminder, today is Tuesday, which means Commander Survivor, and it is down to the nitty-gritty. We got three players left. Deron Payne has immunity, which means he's into the finals. So, sadly, and unfortunately, you're debating between Terry McLaurin and Jonathan Allen. Those are the last three guys, and Payne got immunity last week, so it worked out well for him. He's on to the finals. You're voting either Allen or McLaurin off the island. Good luck with that. Good news is you don't have to make a tough decision on who you're giving immunity to because those are the only two guys. You're kicking one of them off. The other goes on the week 18 to take on Deron Payne in our Commander
3: Survivor Final. I voted off one of my favorite players of the last couple of decades. Voted off a guy that I thank goodness all the time is on this team. Go vote Facebook.com
2: slash Grant and Danny. Uh, fire up the music you know I want, Darius. So about... I don't know, 25 minutes ago in the break, you and I were in the producer room where Daris and Ryan sit, and we started firing off a bunch of movie quotes from the same movie. Yeah. And in the room, it was met with silence. There wasn't a lot happening. Some confusion. And Ryan just kind of looked at us funny. And it started to dawn on me, he doesn't know what movie we're talking about. And I was a little surprised by that. Do you remember what line? Oh, you know what it was? I had said I needed to go to the bathroom. And at that point, Ryan said, well, you won't. And I said, well, I got to go to the bathroom, whatever. But it reminded me of a line in a movie mm-hmm. where a character says, if pee in your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Then I, of course, responded with, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. And so we started talking about this movie, other scenes, other great moments. It's Noody magazine day.
3: <laughs> that Veronica Vaughn. who could eat thirty
2: bag lunches. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we
2: just started trading barbs. Yeah, and for about five minutes, you and I are just ripping off lines. So Ryan, would you care to tell everyone what movie you thought we were talking about? Uh it's yes,
5: The Water Boy is what I originally thought.
3: Right. So then I clarified. I was like, "There's a difference between a uh, standard uh, Adam machine. Who did we do?" And then the uh, the Waterboy voice with you, though. Uh, more, more like this. My mama said, Mama said, it's, a, it's extreme Sandler up to 11. That's mm-hmm. Waterboy. Mythical Clienter.
2: So then we told him that the movie was indeed Adam Sandler. And he started to guess other movies that it might have been.
3: He's like, rough cut gems or whatever. It is.
2: Uncut, gem. <laughs> Uncut <Yeah>. gems. Uncut gems. <laughs> yeah. He has not yet guessed the no. movie that it is. So... First, I don't think he's seen it. Or second, he's going to say, well, I saw it, but it's not particularly good. But isn't this one particularly egregious if he hasn't seen it?
3: That is correct. There are two that you pretty much don't get to do anything else until you see.
2: In terms of Adam Sandler movies? Yes. So any other guesses, Ryan, as to what this could be? Have you given it any more thought? I have.
5: Hubie's Halloween. Now Now it's a bit. Now it's a bit. No, no, okay, 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 okay. Like not not grown-ups. I'm I'm an Adam Sandler guy, first oh, yeah. off. Uh I mean uh, uh Big Daddy.
2: Big Daddy, you hadn't mentioned that one yet. I haven't mentioned
5: that so one. So here's I love the, that
3: movie. the sneaky little part is that that's what Daris thought we were doing.
2: Chlorophyll, more like borophyll. Uh, Rizzuto or
3: <laughs> are, are you going to the mall? <laughs> Um. No, I will not make out with you. I'm here to learn, people. You got Mr. Borafil up there, and you trying to make out in class? Go on with the chlorophyll.
2: It's too damn hot to be a penguin just walking around here.
3: The longest yard.
2: Oh my god,
3: it. May God have mercy on your soul. Also from the movie, by the way.
2: So you now agree with me because I think at first you were a little skeptical. He has not seen this he
3: movie. He hasn't seen it. Or if he has, it like, it's It's not rattling around in that brain. That's taken up by, like, Epic Movie 6 or, like, Scary Movie 12 (laughs) or something. If you've
2: seen it, there's no way after everything we're saying that you wouldn't get it. I hate cursive, and I hate all of you. I don't know. Like, I'm sure it's a great movie because I know it, (laughs) but, like, I just don't know Okay, what about when they play dodgeball, and he gets the ball, and he goes, Now you're all in big, big trouble. I'm going to tell you the plot of the movie. Okay? Let's see if he can name it. All right. Adam Sandler plays a character who has to go back to school.
3: Uh-huh. That's he, my boy? He, like, that, I don't know. It's yes, that's, that's my boy. That's it. That's that's my boy. If he completes <laughs> kindergarten through twelfth grade, he gets to take over his dad's hotel company.
5: Oh, that, I mean, that makes so much sense now. I I, I no, it doesn't. I have no idea. I, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. This sounds like a really crappy Adam Sandler movie. I know all the good ones. It sounds like you guys are just missing out on all the good ones. So I don't know what this crappy one is.
3: Um <laughs> That is correct.
2: Chris Farley's in it. I'm I'm sure. What are you sure
3: about? What are you certain about?
2: I mean, like I, I
5: don't know too much about Chris Farley. Yeah. It's who, just not my do wheel. You know eyes. who Chris Farley is? Yes, I do. He's a great comedian. Or was a great. Rest in blood. peace. Yes. yes.
2: All right. Good. Um, have you heard of the movie Billy Madison?
3: Isn't that the production company? Happy Madison is the production company oh! based on his two hits. Go ahead and Happy fire up his music.
5: <laughs> it's Happy Gilmore. <laughs> it's Happy Gilmore, bro. It is. Yes,
3: <laughs> <See>? Happy
5: Gilmore. <laughs> no, it's not. Because I mean, it's Happy not. Gilmore is based on golf. You guys said <laughs> yes. You guys said this movie. He was going back to school. He but wasn't yeah. going back Went to school. He's Happy on the golf Gilmore. team. He was on the golf team. I've seen Happy Gilmore. I've he's, seen Happy Gilmore. And you don't None remember of this any of the stuff. Is in Happy Gilmore. So what movie is it? It's not Happy Gilmore. I don't know what the movie is. I'm sure it's a fine movie. It's a Billy Madison. No, it's not. Billy Madison's a production
2: company. See, he's got you. All right. Go ahead and play the music
3: again. <laughs> no, it's not. The only, thing, the, the only
2: thing that bothers me yeah. is otherwise the segment's incredible. Uh-huh. People will think this is a bit. I know. They don't understand this is 100% real life. It's reality. He's looking at me right now. He doesn't. I know. He, he really I know. doesn't get what's happening.
3: So I, I don't know what determination we got to as to what movie he thinks it is. He, like, uh, Do we ever get there? I think he knows. It's Happy Gilmore. No, it's
5: not. It's not Happy See? Gilmore. I know for a fact it's but, not. You gave me the plot, and it didn't mention golf. But he never on. went back to okay. school. Okay, I, I, I left out the golf part, which is the other part of Happy Gilmore, because it would have given it away if I would have said golf. I've seen Happy Gilmore. This is not Happy Gilmore. Then what is it? I don't know what oh, it is. I'm sure it's a fine movie. Okay, so who makes the movie? Billy Madison, the production company, makes the movie. <laughs> yes, Billy Madison is a production company. That's before every Adam Sandler movie. A Billy Madison production. They whack the I'm golf sure. ball, it breaks the glass, and the guy goes like, Terrific. I'm, and that's I'm it. I'm so sure he's got his own
2: production company. What movie is it?
5: I don't know. <laughs> I can't name any others.
2: <laughs> that Veronica Vaughn. Oh,
3: God. He
2: goes back to school, every grade in like a day. He graduates. Uh, he grabs a little chunky ch- kid's cheeks and he goes, "Stay in stay as long as you can. Stay as long as you can. <laughs> Snack pack, you're the coolest."
5: I have no file. Like I, I don't. I, I know it's for a fact. It's not Happy Gilmore. <laughs> And How? it's not Billy Madison or whatever the heck that is. It's not Billy Madison or whatever one you were saying. Yeah, what was I saying? What do you mean, Happy Madison or something, something like that? Something it, that's the production company. That's ha- like Happy Madison, whatever it's called. It's something Madison. And as Billy the gu- Madison, Billy Madison. It's that. It's, it's not the name that. of the film. No, it's not. No, it's not. I know. I know. This is a bit. So, oh, you know, this is a bit. I know. This. So, see, this is what you guys do. This you guys. Is incredible. You convince, You convince me. of It's being something that it's not. But I, I'm. I'm playing checkers here. Or no, I'm playing oh, yeah. chess. <laughs>
0: you're playing so checkers.
5: You, i think so, you're playing Monopoly. So, so what is the name of the production company? <laughs> Billy Madison <laughs> Productions. So what's Happy Madison? What do you mean?
3: What do you mean? You, okay, say, yes.
5: Happy Madison. I, I, I mixed up Happy Gilmore with Billy Madison.
3: Uh, it's easy to conflate. So it's Happy different.
5: Madison is nothing. No, it's nothing. Okay. Happy Madison is nothing. I don't know what this is. I'm sure it's a great movie. I'm just so sure about it. But still, I don't know what to say.
4: The the phone calls are about to be <laughs> explosive. But
2: remember that
4: he's oh an my goodness. this
2: began with he's an Adam Sandler guy.
3: I'm an Adam Sandler guy.
2: Adam Sandler guy. Yeah, I'm a good movie from Adam Sandler Have guy. You. Have you ever seen the movie where Adam Sandler goes back to school? I guess not. Mm. And what's that movie called?
5: I I wish I could tell you. Okay. It's not Happy Gil. It's, it's called Billy Madison. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not Billy Madison. Billy Madison's a production company. Type
2: in to your computer right now. <laughs> Billy Madison IMDB. I, I'm typing you
3: see Bridget Wilson Sampras. Okay. see Chris Farley. All
5: right. So this is new. <laughs> this is new. This is new. this is new. I can't confirm. <laughs> oh <my God.
0: laughs>
5: I can't confirm. There is a movie called Billy Madison with Adam Sandler in it. Oh.
4: Now type in Happy Madison.
5: Read oh. the plot. Read the plot of the movie. All right, all right. Let me, of let, me find the plot. let me find the plot, but I'm sure this is a great movie. <laughs> In order to inherit his fed-up father's, oh, ad just popped up, <laughs> empire, yeah. an immature and lazy man must repeat grades 1 through 12 all over again. Great, you were right. Billy you were Madison. Were we you right? got it. You nailed it, man. <laughs> You've never seen it. I've never seen it. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> so what is Happy Madison? Happy Madison must be the production
4: company. It must right. be. I I got got right. Ladies and gentlemen right. of oh. the
2: jury, I present to you.
3: I'm exhausted. He's
2: not your boy. He's not our boy. He's my boy, Ryan Clary. Oh Who's your God. guy? Who's your guy? Oh You're my guy. You're my guy. Happy Madison, baby. Oh, Billy I'm Madison production. I didn't think that would go that long, but here we are. Grant and Danny on the fan. You got to start
3: Sam Howell this weekend, right? We'll get into that next.
4: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a
0: month. New iPhone 15s? (laughs) Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on
3: us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.
1: is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened
0: to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but... You remain one. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: oh
2: Oh man my face hurts twitter blew up at grant h paulson at funny danny the phones were hopping yeah that, that's real I, I have friends like personal buddies
3: friends. they think they're come on it's staged they're, they're
2: all texting me going like dude i know what you said but that's my my, you remember Hans the neighbor? Yes, of course. Hans, and I, he's not my neighbor anymore. He moved. Former
3: neighbor. But this is a Hans guy and Franz.
2: Mayor may or may not have hid some McDonald's uh, trash bags in his yep. trash can once or twice. You need
3: some reciprocity with some of your new neighbors, still. It's
2: true. Yeah. Uh He goes, yo, you serious? One hundred percent, not a bit with Ryan just now. I said not even a little bit. It's not. I mean, it would be great. You're giving us too much credit. That's just real life. Are you going to watch it at least? Will you give it a a go? He wants to do a trade where we... But the problem is he wants us to watch Epic Epic Movie. Movie. He gets to watch Billy Madison. It's like trading Aaron Donald for a practice squad cornerback. He's like, I'll tell you what we'll do. You guys watch Epic Movie and I'll slum it on this Billy Madison film.
5: I mean, Epic Movie is so good that Danny has heard of it himself, but I haven't heard of this a supposedly terrific movie that you guys talk Mm. about. Happy Madison. I'm so sure.
3: Yeah. Happy Madison. He's never heard of. But see, when
5: he he does the (laughs) happy Madison bit, now people really believe it's a bit. Well, no, it's not a bit. Like I just genuinely one, like, I'll be honest. I don't know the movie and I'm, I don't really think it's going to be that great of a movie. I'm sorry. Like I prefer the pre or the post two thousands movement. I need, I need a lot of good acting in it. I need some good jokes, good humor.
3: Like an epic movie. Like an epic movie. Like an movie. epic movie,
5: yeah. yes. It's, it's more for my time. When I think of good
2: acting <laughs> and good <laughs> jokes what, and humor, that's what I'm looking I think for. of epic movie. All right, let's pivot. This weekend, I'm calling my shot right now. I think they're going to start Taylor Heineke. That's my shot that I'm calling. But here's the other shot that I've got. Go I got on. two shots. That was the first one. Second shot is we're going to see Sam Howe in the second half of the game. I don't think they'll split it completely like at intermission, but I do think Sam Howell plays. Maybe it's part of the third or the fourth, but he'll get some drives in the second half. I think you see both of them and Wentz is deactivated, not on the the top two on the depth chart. It's going to make me mad because this should be Sam Howell's four quarters to go try
3: to show where he's at. Where's your prediction? I think these dolts are going to play Taylor Heineke. For the whole game? I think that's the plan. Ooh. I think if they're up big. <laughs> Hold on.
2: <laughs> it's real. <laughs> what if they were up big? Can you imagine? <laughs> now. Hey, Darius, can I hear your like la- I'm going to say something. Okay, go ahead. What if the commanders <laughs> are up big on the <laughs> Cowboys? <laughs> up big. <laughs> hey, Ryan. That's hilarious. Sunday, you turn on your TV. It's 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Commander is
3: 21, Cowboys 3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah, <clears throat> excuse me. I think if they're up big or they're down by like 40, then maybe they'll trot old Sammy out there. But I think this group wants to save face so bad. I think they want to they prove it. If there is a new owner, if there's not, whatever. They want to prove how smart they are. They tried once with old running old Carson out there. That failed. Now they're going to show you that we, we made improvement. Really did, but I drew you a map, to, hey, Nate. Usually we just win seven. Okay, We're like that's what they want to do. I think they're going to play Taylor Heineke and try to win the game, and they're going to get smacked around because Dallas has something to play for and is good.
2: So what if Dallas doesn't though? What time's the Eagles game on Sunday? Is it also at four o'clock? Can I? Can someone dig on that for me? Philly, if they play at one, could clinch the division with a win. I'm guessing they play at the same time. They
4: have been scheduled to both play at the same time on different networks.
2: Okay, cool. So then. So Dallas, at least at the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. will absolutely have something to play for. If the Eagles are up on the Giants, who I think are probably going to sit some guys because they can't move at all in the playoff picture, and they may not want to move either because uh, they get the Vikings, and, mm-hmm. and I think Minnesota may win, but... That's who I'd want. That, that's the t- You don't want San Fran, yeah, right? If I'm a
3: lower seed, I, I choose them.
2: So the Giants might actually sit their guys and just get ready for Minnesota currently in that 3-6 matchup. The Cowboys probably are going to be scoreboard watching and they'll see Philly pulling away at some point in that game. And maybe as the game goes on, they take out some starters. So if Washington wins, I could see them doing what they did at FedEx against the Cowboys last year. They lost that game, but remember, they fell behind like 20-3. to They came back, it was 20-17 to I think. I could see something like that, where it actually tightens as the Hmm. game goes on if the Cowboys are not trying and the Commanders leave their starters in and are trying. But all I care about is the process being correct, and that means Please target Cole Turner a few times so I can see what your draft pick from this year who's done nothing looks like. Uh, How about you throw the ball to Deami Brown a couple of times and see if you you give him some routes against a good corner, what that looks like and where he's at in his development. The third round pick a couple of years removed now. And Sam Howell should be throwing him the football. Make one good reason. Make one case. And the phone lines, by the way, are wide open and this is what I want to do the rest of the way. So we'll... Put the MGM National Harbor listener lines at 800-636-1067 on ready mode for you. 800-636-1067. Make a a case for not starting Sam Howe. Why wouldn't you do that? Make a case for starting Taylor Heineke. How and why would you do that? And I don't even think anyone's going to call in here after Sunday and say that they should start Wentz. You're welcome to, to tell us what you think. Disguise your voice, Carson. Sam Howell, dude, how 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 would that not happen? Why would that not happen? The,
3: The the you play to win the game, folks. They'll quote Herm Edwards. Um, you know, it doesn't matter that they're eliminated. You just you play to win. You, you don't believe in draft positioning or, or whatever it is. Um, they'll scream and shout that it's good. It's, uh, the myth that it somehow carries over when 40 percent of rosters turn over every year by rule in the NFL. There's no such thing as continuity. It's all in the, how good your quarterback is, and if you can keep a few people together. As there's constant turnover in these leagues, but people still feel that that's a thing. So they'll they'll want to beat Dallas because it's Dallas. The best, the guy that gives you the best chance to win is Taylor Heineke. I think those arguments are flimsy. I have no interest in it, but that's what they'll say. 800-636-1067.
2: I'm going to give you some more reasons why it should be how and why I don't think it will. We're going to do that next on Grant and Danny right here on The Fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.